Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. Fall is upon us, and I would encourage you to go check out Outpost Coffee. You can get a hold of the pumpkin spice latte here pretty quick. You can get a hold of um, Falls Trail, hot or cold. It's going to be a fantastic thing to start your fall off with outpostcoffeeco.com. So I am in the middle of what is called shepherd training or shepherd school. Uh, I'm in this group with about 25 other guys. We're going through the basic idea of what it looks like to shepherd your homes well, shepherd your churches well, and to lead um, in those places. And one of the things that I am becoming acutely aware of is that our churches need men who are willing to lead. We, we need men who are willing to go all in to our churches. The reason you, you, everybody says, why, why is our country in such a disarray? Everything can be traced back to the doors of the church. When we don't have healthy Christian men involved in healthy biblical churches, it will have an effect on culture and our communities. I'm reading a book as part of the shepherd's training. It's called The Family Shepherds by Vody Bauckham. <clears throat> and in this statement, or he makes a statement in terms of church membership. He says, church membership is the most important aspect of lifestyle evangelism. He says, let that statement sink in. I'm arguing that the most important thing for a family shepherd to do when he's evaluating how to lead his family is to ensure they're healthy members of a healthy church. This is the most important thing. I'm sorry. This is more important than his assessment of their financial status, their use of their time, their perspective on entertainment, where and how they live, what they drive, or how their children are educated. The most important thing for their lifestyle is to be a part of a healthy biblical church. Now, sadly, we don't hold to those views. Most Christian men don't hold to those views. We, We don't think that we need to be engaged in a healthy biblical church. Most of us are concerned with our jobs. Are we making enough money? Are we providing a roof over, our, over the kids' heads? Which those are, those are legitimate things. But those things are passing. Those things are fading. Those things are temporary. Um, a lot of dads are focused on making sure their kids are involved in a sport because, by golly, the kids got to play sports somewhere. Got to do something. Got to throw the ball somehow, some way, in some capacity. Bodibachum argues that that is not the primary objective. The most important thing, the most important thing in leading your family is to ensure your family is in a healthy church, a church that is pursuing God's word well. 
being a part of a healthy biblical community that is above else, above all else, making the objective God's word and leading our families to the feet of Christ. That is what men should be doing. But like I said, the majority of men are not doing that. And the reason our country is in disarray is because Christian men have failed to do what Christian men are supposed to do. We've become, as Adam, we we followed Adam's example, and we've become passive in our leadership role of having dominion, being in charge. We are not the alpha male that is in charge. We are the passive omega male that is at the end of this thing. We We take a back seat and we're passive. This is not the goal of Christian men. The Christian men should be stepping into it and boldly proclaiming the gospel for those that are under our care. In fact, Mark Dever says the following. He says, all of this is more important than many people today think it is. In fact, I'm convinced that getting this right is the key to stepping towards revitalizing our churches, evangelizing our nation, and furthering the cause of Christ around the world, and so for and so therefore bringing glory to God. Being active in a local, visible, biblical New Testament church is vital for Christian families. It is not a, it, it can't be a, well, we can do this at another point, another time in our lives, and it's not that big of a deal. It is to be the most important thing that Christian families are a part of. Uh, Vody goes on in his book and he says that there are four main reasons um, to consider when it comes to being a part of a healthy church and being a member of a healthy church. Those are identification, edification, cooperation, and accountability. Identification with Christ and his church. And then he references John 13, 34 through 35. He says, a new command I give you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And he says, one of the principles One of the principled ways we demonstrate this love for one another is through membership in a local church by sharing life together in an identifying way in a community. We exemplify Christian love as we celebrate together, labor together, and even suffer together as believers in Christ. So this is, this is vital. Like this is one of the things that we need to take seriously. Being a part of a church, men, getting your family involved in church. I know that sometimes on Sunday mornings, it is a pain to get up and to say, all right, guys, let's get dressed. I mean, most kids aren't galloping out the front door saying, I just can't wait to get there. Most of them are like, man, I'd like to stay in bed. I'd rather watch TV because that's the that's the pull of the enemy. That's the pull from Satan. That's the pull from the world that just coast and relax and enjoy yourself. You don't need to do anything the countercultural idea of biblical Christianity is that you sacrifice and you go all in for the glory of God. I want to quote again Mark Dever. He says, God intends us to be together in this way to expose false gospels. It is through our coming together as Christians that we show the world what Christianity really is. In our churches, we debunk messages and images which purport to be biblical Christianity, but really are not. And then he goes on and he says, 
Part of the church's mission is to recognize and defend the true gospel and to prevent perversions of it. And we can't do that if we're not a part of the place. If we're not gathering together, if we're not in the place together, we can't identify with Christ and with the church. If we're vacant and we're, we're absent, it, it won't happen. So that's, that's one of the first reasons. Then he says edification. Edification is important. He says, while identifying with Christ and his church is important, it is not nearly enough. Christ's or I'm sorry, church membership is also to serve as a means for edification, edifying the people who are part of this. And then he goes on in this next little quote, and he says, The family shepherd who neglects to encourage his family towards healthy church membership is actually robbing them of a great blessing. He is keeping them from those ordinary means of grace that are essential to the health, growth, and well-being of every single believer. Like, think about that, guys. That's you as the shepherd of your home, you as the leader of your home, if you are not actively engaged in your church and you're not actively being a part of um, growing and shepherding your homes by getting them into a healthy church, you are robbing your family of a blessing. Like, think about those words. You are robbing your family of a blessing, and you are keeping them from the ordinary means of grace that are essential, that are essential to health, growth, and well-being of every single believer. Like that's a heavy weight on us as men. And what most men do is rather than press into that and go into that full-fledged is we run from those things. We, we scatter quickly and we run because we don't want that weight. And we think, well, if I could just stay away from it, I'll be fine. No, ignoring it and neglecting it isn't going to make it go away. It's just going to mean there's going to come a day when you're going to have to give an account for that. If you're not engaged in your church, if you don't have your family engaged in church, there will come a day when you're going to have to give an account for that. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 16, it says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. And here's the thing, you and I cannot be a part of that edification process if we're not involved in the church. We can't see this idea of walking in kindness and humility and meekness and patience with one another, bearing up with one another and forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven us. If we're not involved, if we're not connected, if we're not in a healthy church structure. And if you keep going in Colossians 3, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. This is what we're called to do. We're called to be a part of this so that we can be edified in Christ and edify one another towards godliness. It is so, so, so important that we do this. And I just, like, I have always been a churchman. I have always been a guy that says we've got to push all our chips in at the church because in 10,000 years, what we do in the walls of the church and what we are doing inside the church, what we're studying, what we're understanding through God's word will matter in 10,000 years. Your kid playing on a sports team won't matter in 10,000 years. Your job in 10,000 years won't matter. Yeah, I get it. You need to work. Scripture says you need to work and provide for your family. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. You should. But not in the neglect of the church. You need to be all in at the church. 
even when I was in college, I, I told my place where I worked, I said, I can't work on Wednesdays and Sundays. Sunday night. I can work Wednesday days, but I can't work Wednesday nights, and I can't work Sundays. I, I am a part of the church. That is where I'm at. Told my employers that up front. And if Christian men would step up and just say, listen, my Sundays and Wednesdays are for a time to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, and my family is going to be there with us. As Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is so so important. One of the other um, aspects he says is, is, is cooperation. So what do we mean by cooperation? Well, there's more to church membership than just the benefits that occur to the members. There's also the benefit of the mission of the church as a whole. We join together with other local bodies. We can accomplish more together through cooperation than we could ever begin to accomplish on our own like oh this is true in evangelism this is true in ministry we can do more for the kingdom of god if we cooperate together in a biblical healthy church model it's it's so important i love this quote listen to this the synergy that is created when a group of like-minded families who are being shepherded in this way come together can be awe-inspiring. Oh, yes. When we get a group of healthy men leading a healthy family in a healthy church, it will transform. It will shake the planet. It'll change everything about this world. And people, oh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. You know why? Because we're letting it. We've been given by God the authority to have a a dominion rule over this place. Men, we have been given headship rulership abilities to be able to have leadership qualifications, to do the things that we're supposed to do for God's glory and to advance his kingdom. And man, we're sitting back and we're we're like C.S. Lewis, as he said, man, we're, we're playing in mud pies. We're playing with mud pies because we can't even imagine what it would look like to have a holiday at sea. Whoo, guys, come on. We've got to have a transformative mindset. We've got to have a different mindset where we say, okay, I'm going all in when it comes to my church membership. I'm going to go all in when it comes to my church membership because my church membership matters. It matters. The last idea is accountability. And this may be the most difficult benefit of church membership is to communicate how how necessary accountability truly is. Uh, Vody says, despite the difficulty, accountability serves as a crucial element of healthy church membership that, um, that serious family shepherds should embrace. We all need accountability. That includes pastors, that includes deacons, that includes elders, that that includes regular just church members. All of us need accountability. The Bible is replete with examples of the kind of healthy accountability a church is designed to provide. Here's one such example. Um, In Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 through 17, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if you, he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to you on this, tell the church. And if he refuses to listen to even the church, let him be treated as a Gentile or tax collector. That means if, if, the, if he says he's a believer but yet won't come back 
won't repent, treat him like a lost person. You don't be mean. You treat him like a lost person. You pray for him and you preach the gospel to him. That's accountability. That's that's the church is important. Your membership in a church is important. You being actively involved, neck deep in the things of the church is more important than your sports team. It's more important than anything else that's out there. You need to be involved in a healthy, biblically-based, mature church. That's what you need to be a part of. That's what you need to have your family involved in. And when the doors are open, you need to be there. When the doors are open, you need to be there. Don't make excuses as to why you can't be there. Make excuse, make church your excuse as to why you miss everything else. I mean, I can't play that sports tonight because I mean, I got to be a part of my church. I got to be at my church. The world's going to laugh at you. It's going to mock you. But guess what? In 10,000 years when you're in glory, you won't care. You'll, you'll be thankful that you invested in the kingdom rather than in your own world. All right, that's my challenge for us today, guys. We need to be men who are actively involved in our churches. And if we're not, we need to repent and we need to move forward. All right, love you guys. Let's go do this.